What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Minorities Podcast. A day later than usual because sometimes things get crazy, but this is your home for not-so-expert analysis, shit-talking, and (laughs) more and more shit-talking. I'm so glad we waited a day because something happened in the NFL that we're going to be talking about. I'm your host, resident Titans fan, JC. Joining me, as always, are... Uh, Still hopeful. Still number one, day one, Niners fan, chicken wing, for now. He said for now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nori, Giants fan, who is expecting a Super Bowl in 2042. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be within your lifetime, bro. Yeah. Hey, it's Rob Trinity, also known as the Bucks fan. (laughs) I've already got my championship. Where's yours? That's rude. High five. Damn it. God damn it. DJ, Cowboys fan, with a special thank you message to my defense for bailing out my team against Washington. I'll say. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. mm, mm. Yeah, so many things to say about your defense later on today, too. This was... This was quite the emotional weekend in the NFL. Uh, Week 14, we'll jump right into it, but uh, before I get into our results... uh, well, I guess I could bring those up first. Uh, Chicken Wing, congrats, went 12-2. and two, uh, And the rest of us went 11-3. and three. Like, great week for all of us, pick-wise. I'm yeah. really upset with that. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm first again? Fuck you. No, no, I'm upset because you know why I'm upset. Because you actually... I told you I was going to make the change. I didn't make the change. I, I can't, Which changes I can't you not make? You wanted to transition. Oh. No, yeah. Mike literally came to the judging. chat and said Debo Samuels was playing for the Niners. for the Niners game and was like, "Oh yeah, maybe I should make my change." I'm like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that too." Decided to go play league, didn't make the change, forgot about it, and yeah. And oh you God. know, league ruins lives, and you went and did it anyway. So yes, yeah, you you're, not, you're not gonna learn this lesson, are you? Yes, you did. No, not at all. Not at all. That's why I tell <laughs> all of you. All right? Good friends, don't let people play league. Just don't do it. Stupid don't bitch. Do it. Before we get into our each individual thoughts on the week, I think it's worth uh, noting the Broncos. Obviously, the passing of Demarius Thomas uh, at such a young age. And we we were finding last week, trying to find every possible scenario that the Lions could get in the playoffs. And they had to win... Uh, Last week against Denver, but after the passing of Demarius Thomas, the Broncos had a little extra help on the field, and uh, rightfully so. It was just emotional for that franchise. Yes. Uh, he had a medical history of seizures, and unfortunately he had one while he was alone, while he was taking a shower, and he passed away at the age of 33. So young. Uh, young, bro. Don't know if his seizures got worse after his retirement. Obviously... With concussion protocols and CTE, we won't know for a while if that had any sort of effect on why he passed away so young. But it's tragic nonetheless uh, for Broncos fans. And <laughs> one of the fathers of the daughters that my daughter's softball team is on, he was a Broncos fan. So he was, you know, wearing his Broncos hat proudly <laughs> while we were at the games this past weekend. But um, guys, uh, that was honestly, though, one of the best tributes I've ever seen the Broncos <laughs> By the way, uh, really? lining up with eleven players was really amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, recipes to Mary's Thomas. Is, is there any? I don't know if any of you guys have. I know we're none of us are Broncos fans, but is there anything like you just remember about him that you want to call out? The infamous well, 
play. <laughs> uh, I think it was the wild card when they played the, the Steelers. And it was yeah. that overtime play from Tebow to DT, the oh, 80-yard touchdown. Yep. There was that. And then I saw an article, uh, not an article, a tweet where uh, at the Super Bowl, uh, one of the reporters, him, he was sitting next to his kid, and this kid sat on his lap the whole plane ride. They took pictures together. They were just talking, chatting. Like like he knew the kid. I mean, he obviously didn't know the kid, but he just pretended like he knew the kid the whole time, and that 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 was just very touching. And so to lose somebody that young over a medical history that only obviously closest friends and family and coaches and players staff knew. Travis yeah. Kelsey, goddammit. Yes, and fucking Travis Kelsey, fuck him. Fuck. You know, fucking rude son of a bitch doesn't even fucking pay tribute to DT. No, I'm just <laughs> Uh, uh, for full disclosure, the <laughs> Chiefs and Chargers game is going on right now as we record, and so if you hear some reactions to it, there's about a minute left in the fourth. That's why Patrick Holmes and I'm trying to fucking celebrate a touchdown, and it's going to the one fucking person it shouldn't go to is Kelsey, one playing sack of shit Rob here, fucking fucking whore. Yes, fantasy playoffs. So these two guys Good are playing shit, Rob, anyway. But, I mean, at the end of it all, you know, it sucks to lose somebody so young and, you know, God rest his soul. And then, I, you know, hats off to the organization, Detroit Lions, for declining that penalty uh, in tribute. Uh, it, it really sucks losing somebody that young, regardless if he's a player or not. It's just It just breaks my heart knowing that that had to happen to him that way. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll take away about this, you mentioned not many people knew about his seizures. You know, um, I, myself, I don't suffer from seizures. I was diagnosed with Crohn's almost four years ago and I, you know, didn't know much about it when I was diagnosed and learning that there's a lot of professional athletes, actors, actresses that deal with it every day. Um, mm -hmm. when you hear a story like this, this guy, I know it was young, but to have such a medical history that way it's still playing at the highest level of his of his favorite sport of football and won a super bowl oh, um, yeah. it, it's a message to people out there that have some sort of medical disability disease or hindrance you know it, it's it's not really a disability at all you just you learn to live with it, you learn to play with it and you can do anything no matter what um, that's what i take away from it personally and I, I hope that's a lesson to kids out there, especially so those that might also be dealing with seizures, that this is someone you can look up to. And while he may be a hero and you may not get to meet him, but look at what he did despite all of that, which is I think is pretty amazing. So Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you 100%. The, the difference between that is DJ and I actually, we do have a relative who's had seizures ever since he was little. No. And... You know, in the back of my mind, it always kind of bothered me. I don't know about DJ. I can't speak for him. But, you know, it always it always made me think, you know, is there is that the reason why he didn't go to professional college? I'm sorry, not professional uh, college for sports. Because he played in high school. Played at the top of his level. He played basketball. But, you know, I'm not going to mention his name for privacy's sake. But all I know is, is that we've, we've learned to kind of keep an eye on him because we were older than him. Yeah. And... It, 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 it just puts different things in perspective, you know, when you when you realize that you have somebody that is your family that goes through that. Very true. And I said it better myself. Yeah. Uh, recipes to Marius Thomas. Uh, 
condolences to all of his family and friends and all of his former teammates and all of the Detroit, Detroit, Denver Broncos fans out there. Uh, this is a horrible loss and uh, life is short. Make the most of it. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, Chicken Wing, uh, any thoughts you have on week 14? Uh, no, honestly, I was uh, actually the more of the surprises, if, if, if I could be honest, is just I fucking lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, no, just honestly, just more of the surprises that I had is just um, like honestly the Green Bay Chicago game. I thought it was going to be a blowout. Um, no, Chicago kept it very competitive until Green yeah. Bay just you know closed it out at that point. But no, uh, the Rams in Arizona, I knew that was a, that's a coin flip because that's a division game. And then Cleveland Baltimore, same thing. It's a coin flip. It was a division game. I thought that with Baltimore needing to push for uh, uh, the lead in their division, it'll put more pressure on them. You know, obviously, right? But what I didn't know because I didn't I didn't happen to catch the game is Lamar went out early. I think he was the biggest difference maker in that game. Otherwise, I'd be thirteen and one, and you guys would be twelve and two. To be honest, <laughs> I'm serious. Like we, we would have almost had a perfect week, minus those two uh, division games. Yep. Oh, if we had the parlay, right? If, yeah. If we were the profits. Uh, DJ, your thoughts on the week? Yeah. First of all, to the Raiders, you probably should do yourselves a favor and not have any sort of meetings or anything on the opposing team's logo. Because oh then God. what they'll end up doing is blowing <laughs> the fuck out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Happen. They'll hold you to nine points and then proceed to run the score up because you're disrespectful. So that's, that's, that's the first thought. Thanks. You know, Minnesota almost pissed the game away. And luckily <laughs> enough, they're playing Pittsburgh, so everything worked out fine. Chase Claypool cares about celebrating first downs versus getting the ball back to his quarterback. God. So they can, you know, keep trying to drive the ball down the field. I mean, say what you want to say. It, it, it was a, I forget what Vikings player it was, but it was a Vikings player that knocked the ball out of his hands. That's a veteran move. I mean, why would I not knock the ball out of the hands and then waste a few more seconds? But this Claypool gets up, tosses the ball back to the ref, gets it set back up. They've got time for at least one more throw to the end zone. But, you know, sooner here the day, they lost the game. It is what it is. Outside of that, I truly enjoyed the Rams and Cardinals game. That was that was a very good one. I enjoyed myself watching that game. But outside of that, everything else kind of worked out like I thought it would. Hey, Dory. I don't have any like surprises. Surprises. Um, I'm a little bit surprised, not a lot, that Washington lost. I really thought they're going to win that game. Um, but Heineke just, you know, fucking sucks. He had a slow um, start, I think. It was just, yeah, yeah. Good, good quarterbacks don't have slow starts. I mean, yeah. you know, he's just okay. He's not great. He's not bad. He's just all right. And uh, yeah, Dallas's defense, I agree 100% with DJ that really bailed him out, which is kind of a weird sentence to say is Dallas's defense bailing anything out. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, the best game of the year, in my opinion, was Tampa Bay and Buffalo. I'm not even a fan oh, of the team. But that was oh. wild. That was wild. It's. It, it's almost as good. It's it, it's probably it's better than this game. Watch it right now, but the which is a really good game. But the Bucks and Bills that should have me hype as hell, and I have no in, I have no investment in either team. Just a football fan, that was just a pleasure to watch. You know, uh, I know Buffalo didn't win the game, and you're the one that brought it up too. They haven't beaten a good team yet this season, uh, and obviously they didn't get the win. But do you feel a bit differently about them now? 
after that showing against Tampa Bay? I mean, no, because like, you know, you could say that they're maybe they're going to Super Bowl wrong because they know they can hang with teams, but they know they can hang with teams. This is not some scrub-ass team who like, oh, wait a minute, we're not bad. Like, yeah. they were one of the hottest, strongest teams in the NFL, just shitting on it on their everybody in their schedule, but then all of a sudden they can't beat good teams. So it's just very, very inconsistent. It's kind of sad to watch what's going on in Buffalo because the coaching used to be a strength, and now it might be uh, a coaching change. I can agree with that. I mean, because there were some games that they lost, but it, it was a coaching. On like, very bad decisions. Yeah, like the Titans game, like several other games. Game, like, yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. should have they should have won. Would would Sean McDermott's usually a very good coach? So I'm not quite sure what's going on this year. It's kind of same with the Arizona game. It's a very like, Bills was, thing to watch. It's a very Bills thing to watch. Like you, you don't know how to handle success. And you know, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, same with the Arizona game. Fine. There were two possessions that Arizona should have won this game on paper. They, were, they made two questionable fourth down calls to convert, and they didn't. And you could easily score six points, two field goals. So I yeah. think it's like some of these games that are, that are being pissed away is because of the bad coaching calls. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Rob, your thoughts on the week? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, the only crazy thing was the Raiders. Yeah, that wasn't the uh, smartest thing to do. <clears throat> uh... Chase Claypool throwing things away and ruining things for the Steelers. I've kind of gotten used to that now. So that wasn't so much a surprise. I kind of expected it to be on Twitter or TikTok at some point, but uh, yeah, didn't. It might be. It's not uh, too late, you know. You know, you're uh, right. It might. I might have to check later. Right, you're right. Yeah. I'm sure some um, Vikings fans will put it up there. I'm pretty sure the Pittsburgh fans are already worried about, you know, next year's wide receiver that they draft. They got to make sure, you know. No social, no social media for their yeah. <laughs> social media bands. Yeah, I can. Uh, for me, I, I would say the best thing I saw this weekend, and I know Casey just destroyed the Raiders after the whole logo thing, but they already came in fired up enough because uh, as they were blowing out, the game was coming to an end. I believe they played the wheels on the bus go around and around over the loudspeaker in the stadium. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember what that was a callback That's... to? No. No, it just sounds trolly. I don't think it needs, needs explanation. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, really. It's funny because yeah. last year yeah. the Raiders won for the first time at Arrowhead after so long. And before they went to the airport, they got on their bus and took a victory lap around the stadium. Oh, and then oh went to the airport. that's funny. And I believe the Chiefs had remembered that for the next time they came to Arrowhead. So they're blowing them out. They played the wheels oh, on the bus man. go round and round over. I, I, I mean, we might need to look this up, but I can't. I think the biggest um, point differential between two 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 division rivals this year was the Chiefs and Raiders. Like both times they played, the Raiders just completely got fingered. Like it was fucking bad. Not only that, that was actually the first time in NFL history that a game ended with a score of forty-eight to nine. Jesus oh. Christ, dude. And that, that, yeah, both games. Both games are catastrophically bad. <laughs> Disrespect. Yeah. By the now, way, they're in overtime with, just so you know. Now, usually yeah. we uh, record on Wednesdays and we put our episode on Thursdays. And uh, last night, for me, my daughter had two late softball games. It was just way too late. It was like, guys, can we do this the next day? And it was, it was a long night. But then I got some news right before I went to bed that popped on my phone. I was like, no way. Fuck yeah, you did. The Jaguars 
<laughs> Finally made the smartest move they have all season, damn it, and fired Urban Meyer <laughs> overnight. <laughs> so. He says, damn it now, but that don't mean tomorrow Bill O'Brien gets hired and JC's like, never mind. That is the I smartest. Mean, for me personally, it's the only suitable replacement, right? There you go. Um, <laughs> now, Urban Meyer is going to relate a bit to my what's bothering the minorities. We're going to do it in a second. But my question for you guys, I have a couple questions on this. Uh, do you think this should have been done sooner? <laughs> and are you surprised this happened at this point in the season? They know because the guy don't give a fuck about his marriage. He's not going to care about his team. I damn right. No, right. he's kicking kickers, bro. Like, think about that. God, shit. that was the the nail in the coffin. The nail in the coffin. What are you I doing? I think that was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, because yeah. you you hear all the other BS that's gone out there and nothing's happened to him, but the fact that you're assaulting your players saying I can do what the fuck I want. Oh, okay, sure you can. You could do it in your home. Him slipping out on his wife and embarrassing the organization and his team, you know, like that that can get slipped under the rug. That's fine. But you kicked a white guy. That's it. There's no tolerance for them in the NFL. Oh my so God. You, that you're done. Just you know, damn, black, I didn't bro. even think I didn't even think about going. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You, you, all the you're other right. players get abused and harassed and bullied and well, you know, that's just football culture. You kicked a white kicker, oh you're fucked. GG's. Yeah, in Florida too, because imagine mm-hmm. if he was black, you'd okay. It'd been all right. Wow. Dude's an entitled prick is really all it is. He hasn't gotten in trouble for Absolutely. shit, and now he's he really actually is. getting held he really to the is. fucking fire. When he's telling people, like, we t- I think we talked about this last week, when he's talking to people about, like, you know, what is your resume to mind? Bro, what is your NFL resume? Let's talk about that. Yeah, 2 yeah. and 11. Um, I'm going to save that discussion for what I want to talk about, but my question for you guys is, is this the worst coaching hire in NFL history? No. Mm. I don't know Hold if I can go that far. It comes down for me Hold to on. either Hold him on. or Bobby Petrino. Josh Daniels. Oh, Josh Daniels. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a good one. Okay. You Who you set that Eagle organization back at least seven. Good? Josh Daniels set them back at least seven years. Urban Meyer didn't. Who who was that Eagles coach that I wanted to forget that eventually came to San Francisco? Chip Kelly. Yeah, that guy. Exactly. Yeah, no, who might be going back to Oregon him. soon, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, he was bad. No, he was bad, but he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't the worst. I don't he wasn't embarrassing bad. No, he was just bad. Are we talking like college coaches that are like the worst, or like any NFL head coaching? coach that you feel was like the worst, Robin, in history? In history, ooh, in history, he yeah. might be the worst college to NFL coach, though. Matter of fact, I think I think Josh McDaniels was worse than the, the, any Lions coach that went 0 16 with their team, because at least he didn't set him back. <gasps> wow, you yeah. said yeah, at least those so at least those teams were playing for their coach. You know, he made some devastating, devastating fucking trades, Josh McDaniels. And yeah. it was just prideful, and he openly admitted that he fucked that organization up for years. I can't think of anybody worse. Not even Urban Meyer. Bill Urban Brian Meyer would have had to urinate somebody on camera, and I still don't think he would have been the worst coach. Oh, so basically pulling R. Kelly. Got you. All right. Yeah. But... <laughs> Shit. Damn. <gasps> Shoot him! Shoot him in the face! Murder him! Murder him! Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Wow. wow. I'm on today, so I need to watch this. Turn I don't out. love it. I'm watching right now. Hold up. Right. Thank you for Thursday night recordings. This is amazing. We think it's oh, no. Let it be shit. My kids are asleep. Oh, no. Travis oh, Kelsey, wow. Gordon Hill. I'm going up against Travis Kelsey, so everybody knows this. 10 receptions, 191 yards, and two wow. receptions. That's what it feels You know what I it feels like? I was watching it on feels like. Holy it feels God. like turning around. It feels like turning around and you're saying you promised just a finger. That's how this fucking feels. Oh That's my how God. this feels. 
<laughs> so when the tight end has more points than the quarterback? I was gonna bring that up, bro. Thank you. Yeah, that is um, amazing. That's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. all his passes normal. went to the tight end. It felt like he lost. No, he was normal because he had an interception and a fumble lost. Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, that. Oh, you know what? You're He'd actually be a lot higher if it wasn't for the interception. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I only have a 25% chance to win. Oh I God. swear no. to God, this weekend and fast yeah. enough. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so the quick it's little okay. that, that uh, screaming you heard from Nori is the fact that we just saw Travis Kelsey catch the t- game-winning touchdown pass in overtime for the Chiefs to complete the comeback on the Chargers. Uh, we'll talk about this more with our Week 15 predictions, but yeah. Not to talk about <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't remember, talk, I picked the Chargers, guys. Okay. Chargers. Shut up, Rob. Shut up. It's going to go down that way anyway, but anyway. Fuck up. Fuck up, Rob. Uh, as far as what's bothering the minorities, um, Urban Myers was bothering me. Now, look, granted, as a Titans fan, I loved seeing the Jags suck ass this season. I really did. I love seeing the Texans suck ass this season. I'm not enjoying the Colts playing so well. I just really don't want them in the playoffs. Um, but I, I feel for Jags fans in a way because you hired this guy and from day one it was horrible he hired a controversial strength and conditioning coach who had an apparent history of racist comments and abuse when he was at Iowa uh, you had fines for uh, OTAs you had uh, not traveling back with your team after a game in Cincinnati uh he he ran this like it was a college thing, you know. Um, I personally don't think he's going to ever coach again because I don't think he's going to be able to run a college program the way he wants to run it, especially with all these name, image, and likeness deals and transfer portals and all that stuff. So, but what's bothering me is the fact that this guy was allowed to have a job when there are so many other better candidates for coaching jobs out there. But you went with a name. You went with a guy with no NFL experience. You went with a guy that allegedly called his assistants losers and wanted to compare resumes. Motherfucker, you were 2-11 and 11 in the NFL. <laughs> what the hell have you won? A game in London? You're undefeated in London. That's your claim to fame right now with the Jags. Um, oh, Jesus, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's, that's just what, what my issue is, is that these guys come in and think they can just run the show, but you're not teaching kids. You're not, you're not, I mean, yes, they're adults when they go to college, but on some level, they're still kids. This is their first time away from home. These guys are professionals and you got to treat them as such. And I get a bit annoyed when a lot of coaches in the NFL don't do that. I don't know that, especially this guy, how this guy has a job when um, you have coordinators, longtime coordinators that deserve head coaching jobs don't have one. So, Granted, I don't mind that he was coaching the Jags. I'm sad to see him go. I think the Jags are probably going to win like every single game now because what's that running back they had that was like killing it last year? He's going to be like, Robinson. Yeah. yeah, he's probably going to run wild this weekend. So poor, poor Texans. Bit. You know, not Man. that I give a shit, but you know. So mm, uh, what? <laughs> so guys, it's a win-win situation there. It is a win-win <laughs> for me, sure. But I guess. What can be done? What what should owners and GMs do to make sure this doesn't happen again? They should um, sit down the computer, hit start, power it on, <laughs> open up Firefox or Internet Explorer or whatever choice they have. Yes. They should log on to either ESPN, CBS Sports, 
Instagram, Facebook, they could pick anything and five human beings would all have said the same thing. Literally, what the fuck are you doing? If they would have logged on just once and saw that or ESPN or anything and actually listened to what people are saying, granted fans don't run teams, but we all kind of laughed when Urban Meyer, we knew we'd be a fuck up and probably a lot of people who watch the show too. When in the preseason, you hired Tim Tebow as a tight end coach who's never been a tight end. So you hired him as a tight end, did you? No, oh, yeah, he was tried out. There yeah, was he, hundreds. He yeah, no, 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 no. He was, he was, he's tried as a tight end before, but he actually started as a tight end and yeah. was used in packages. And then we all laughed at his blocking because he got mowed by people. <laughs> he got mowed. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah, no. And then, like, there's, they, they did a report on it, Bleach Report. Somebody did a really nasty, uh, report because it was true. Apparently, he beat out 98 other tight ends who were on practice squads, who were unsigned, undrafted. So many athletic young kids out of college who were ready to just get a start. It wouldn't have been a big name, but they could have been good. Who knows? And people beat him out. What a waste. It was just a clown move. And it's not like the Jaguars to be such a clown organization because they're they're bad, but they're not like, haha, look how bad they are, kind of bad, like the Lions. Like, they're not like that. So it was very surprising that they didn't see, uh, Khan didn't see all the shit on the wall because Khan seems to generally love the Jaguars. So I, 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 I kind of feel bad for him. That's a lot. Yeah. Anyone else have anything regarding that? No. No. I, mean... I, just, I just laughed when I saw the article and I kept playing League. I mean, <laughs> Honestly, until the NFL ownership is not an old white man's club, like mm-hmm. you see two or maybe three teams right now that have minority leadership, until that changes or until something drastic happens to all these white owners, nothing's going to happen. You're going to see favoritism. You're going to see, you know, preference and, you know, coaching staff styles. You're going to see a lot of blind eyes. Like, you know that the coaching staff there was seeing everything and anything that was happening with Urban Meyer behind the scenes. Any one of them could have stepped up and said something. And they would have gotten fired in the process. They would have gotten fired. Exactly. It would have yeah. cost them yeah. their job. Fair retaliation on that yeah. one. That's why the NBA is better in that regard, because when emails and shit is released, people investigate. Neutral third-party people do it. In the NFL, you have Dan Snyder, where he gets a slap on the wrist. Oh, he did nothing wrong. Oh, oh, who determined that? Oh, we did. Where's the evidence? Don't worry about it. Just trust us. So, you know, when that, you keep having shit like that, you're going to have shit like Rob said. That brings up an interesting question. So, in, uh, in, in the NBA and in the NFL, you have, in most major sports, you have the Players Association. You have a, the referees have their own representation. They have a referees association. They negotiate their own collective bargaining. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Should there be some sort of like, coaches association or like assistant coaches association to represent the assistants or coaches because they can get fined unilaterally for any number of reasons by the NFL and they have no way to appeal anything. There's no appeals process. They don't get any sort of collective bargaining for salaries or any representation for certain things, you know? And so when you have situations like this where assistants are afraid to speak up because you have uh, comrade Meyer of running his communist organization in Jacksonville, if you speak up or if I find out who the leak is, you're gone. Uh, no wonder these guys. I mean, this could have been taken care of weeks ago for the Jacks, and they might not have been much of as embarrassment as they are. You know, uh, right. Trevor Lawrence has basically missed out on what could have been a good first season. 
Now the only thing he learned was not what to do this season. So, but should the coaches have some sort of representation for that? I kind of think they do already because the owners seem to really look out for the coaches, especially if it's going to benefit them. Um, and right. the coaches are a lot more respected than the players. So it's kind of the opposite problem. I think they have a little too much power. I think the players don't have enough representation. They usually don't get what they want in collective bargaining agreements, and they keep losing out. Like, hey, we want player safety. Oh, what's that? You want 18 games? Bet. So, um, oh, hey, taunting is kind of sucks, whatever. You know, we're getting uh, slammed on that. But hmm. you have borderline illegal tackles on Ken and Drake missing him for the year. So the players really are the ones missing representation. And until a, a player was physically assaulted, then you get rid of Urban Meyer. Not him stepping out and embarrassing the, the organization, not yelling at coaches and berating players also, what have you done in this league? That's all acceptable. But, well, let's go, somebody let's had to go, but it took how long for that let's story go, to come out? You know? Yeah, but look, he had to leave the team before anyone even brought it up. He brought it up to Tampa Bay uh, website that posted it. Like and He was cocky about it. Good point, Rob. Yes, you're yeah. right. He was cocky about it, too. Like. Right. Dude, he wanted to get fired, I think. He he could have done anything. Like anyone else on that team could have reported it when it happened. Like it's not just a coach's thing. It's not just a you know back. The players could have said something. True, and not only that, could have gone to his uh, player rep to say something about it. I was just about to say. I mean, Lambo is already gone from the team. Then he makes the comment about the fact that Urban Meyer kicked him. Well, first of all, I would just say this: if I don't care who you me. are. I don't if you kick me, yeah, exactly. I'm kicking your ass. Oh, I, mean, I agree. I, I mean, 100%. I should have whooped his ass right there. Yeah, right. I agree. Ryan, that this motherfucker. Yeah, so, you know. But <laughs> he, he kicks him, doesn't say a word, and then after that happens, and then after he's released, because he got cut. So after he yeah. got cut, then he comes back with, oh, yeah, here's a report that Urban Meyer kicked me. Here's all the stuff that happened. I believe it. I think Urban Meyer would have done something like that. Because, again, a player. He's an I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to kick a player at all who has nothing to lose. Because that guy's just going to get up and whoop your ass and go right back to work at the supermarket the next day. But they're going to go out like a hero. Right there. So, yeah. Yeah. Straight up. So, I mean, look at what happens. Lambo comes forward, says this is what happened. Maybe Meyer cuts him. I'm sure there were a bunch of teams that would have been ready to sign him as a kicker. Probably so. Yeah. You know, and, and why you don't take any action. You don't stop. You know. You don't. You don't stop your fucking foot in their face. But you all. You all. You all you all have to also remember when the whole grinding shit came out, there were reports that Jacksonville was already looking for a reason to fire him. And they're trying to use a clause in the contract. But I think what stopped everything is, you know, you don't want the recently one- let go head coach to sue you and, and then you lose. Because then at that point, it looks bad on the organization. Oh, but the big thing Mike, also was that they won in London. Exactly. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. They wanted London. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's let's look at it like from a legal standpoint. Well, not a legal standpoint, but like from like no, a, legal, a, you're right because uh, legal, legal. legal and a PR standpoint. You yeah. let go of a, a coach because of what moral clause that's in there, and it's lost in court. You know that you look bad as an organization at that which, point, which they may still try and claim. Um, well, true. His mm-hmm. contract was. Four years, I think it was around. They estimate like nine million dollars a year or something. I don't think NFL contracts are guaranteed like the NBA, though. It depends. Well, for coaches, it's different. Well, for coaches, it's different. It's completely different from the player contracts. So, whatever he signed, if he has a guaranteed 
you know, unless there's like a a, a, a show a clause, clause or, or you know, a clause or clause whatever. Which, which, keep in mind, he got fired, but remember, he still is he's getting paid all that money. So he's that's why paid the unless the Jags can claim that it's for a violation of his contract if he violated this clause. Yeah, you know, which they may do, and he may still get sued for it, but. This was a no-brainer call. It was a PR nightmare to keep him around. You know? Yeah. Um, even if you're going to fight to deal with this. And Cod's going to be out. If, if he loses a potential lawsuit, and I have no doubt in my mind, Meyer is going to try and sue if they try and uh, use this clause to not pay him for the rest of what it would have been his full $36 million oh, contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very, very sure they're going to. He's going he to want to be there. Really Any coach who wanted to be there would have said no comment to all this bullshit. But week after week, it kept topping it, saying, what else can I do? Uh, I have to kick somebody now? He didn't want to yeah. be there anymore. Always pass on the buck. Always put blame on somebody else. And yes. you, can't, you can't do that at any level of the game. Can you imagine how he, he probably treated his college players even when they were winning? Imagine how traumatic and horrible he was to these kids. Like, See, that's the thing. It may have been they were afraid to lose. Like that's, you, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's, that's trauma. But that's that was the college culture when he coached. It was just pre NIL. This was pre players having uh, transfer portals available to them. Like mm-hmm. he was a nice guy. He recruits you. He'd sit on the couch, whatever. Yeah, on the field he was he was an asshole. But Absolutely. he'd win. He won three national titles, if I'm not mistaken. And lo and behold, when things started to go wrong. And I'm not saying he doesn't have medical issues, but that was always his way out. He's retiring due to medical issues. Um, and that's not to say they weren't prevalent before. I think there was oh. a kind of deal on the sideline. Yeah, but, I remember, uh, remember both times he quote-unquote retired. Yeah. Yes. He, he left yes. Florida citing a medical issue. Shows back up at Ohio State. Was great at Ohio State. Had it not been for a um, NCAA violation, they probably wouldn't want another championship, uh, NCAA championship that year they he went 12 and 0 but he ends up winning the first college football playoff championship great coach and all that you know everyone's praising him he retires again retires controversial stuff again and then shows up an analyst on sec network which <laughs> if espn hires him at this point to go back there would join tebow on fire. Fucking just like the fire yeah so <laughs> flamethrower i honestly at that point when he left ohio state i never expected him to coach again so i was Shocked and surprised to see him in the NFL. Laughing a bit because it was a division rival, but worried a bit because he has won before. How is it, It's a wild card. You never know how college coaches are going to transition to the NFL. That's true. Uh, Pete Carroll is probably the most successful of them. You know? Uh, Nick Saban tried it, said, this sucks. I'm going back to Alabama. <laughs> or I'm going back to the SEC. I guarantee I am not going back to the SEC. Uh, Harbaugh is another recent successful. Like yeah. he didn't win the Super Bowl, but you know he he came. He took care of business in San Fran. After uh, uh I think it was Singletary. I can't I can't think of the name off off top of my head. It was Singletary. Yeah, Singletary. Yeah, Singletary. Literally turned the organization around. Actually, you know what? Yes, because Nori and I had a conversation years ago that Harbaugh should have been Coach of the Year because he literally turned my organization around. Um. And unfortunately, you know, the brass didn't like the way how he coached. He was let go. And for four to five years, I was crying uncontrollably in a corner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, stuff like that. Yeah, he did. But, you know, yeah. So it's not that it's not possible, but, you know, to to tie into what JC said, it's just a wild card. You, You don't know how they can transition. 
And then a bad example is that other coach from Oregon that Tim I tried Kelly. to block out. Yeah, Tim that guy. Kelly. Yeah, uh, that one. I tried to block out. Yeah, I can let you like shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the NFC East loves him except for no, no, I don't, love, I don't love him for him. What he did in the 49ers. I love what he did with the Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're beautiful. Yeah. Right. Let that be a lesson to NFL yeah, so me, GMs. Me, me and DJ, all, all, me and DJ, were, we would have funded our fucking kids' money. So he go. Lifetime extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Sorry, kids. No college for you. Daddy doesn't want the Eagles to win. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you, Philly, forever. Yep. But the Eagles at least recovered from that. So true. We did did. too. Uh, But that let that be a lesson to NFL GMs, owners out there. If you're you're hiring a college coach that runs it like it's a freaking dictatorship, it's a bad call. You can't do it in the NFL. Urban Meyer, Chip Kelly prime examples you know you know, uh, you know who's the only opposite or i guess not a good example of that is jimmy johnson yeah he's yeah. arguably the most successful college to nfl transition came out of miami and had it had it not been for him and jerry that jones might. just not Wait, getting was along. he the coach was he the coach of that broken 91 miami team was that jimmy johnson oh, yeah yeah, yeah, he coached oh Michael Irvin at Miami. He coached yeah. the Rock. I mean, oh my God, the best he's, he's, college his, squad ever. His mm-hmm. his team, like you watch the U that that thirty for thirty, that team is the reason why we don't have touchdown celebrations in college football. And that's still Holy the only, yeah. that's still the only college team to this day. People could debate: can they beat an NFL team? That's the only college team Correct. you can debate. They literally Nobody could. Correct. That roster almost that well, roster ninety-nine percent of that roster is that's had an a, NFL career. Hall of Famers, not just yeah. not NFL careers, fucking Hall of Famers. That's Hall an of Famers. Famers. Can't. Yeah. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Jesus Christ. Like he is the most respected coach, and he had the same problem like Harbaugh did. The brass, namely the owner, didn't like him. I'm a Giants fan, and I can ever talk shit about you know, yeah, Jimmy. If, I can't, I can't say words. If Jerry Jones would have just sucked it up and not have the ego he does, mm-hmm. Dallas is winning three, four, five. maybe five championships yeah, in a row. Five, five yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dallas, Dallas would literally be the America's team. They would guarantee probably eight, eight titles. They'd be like, and they'd be looking at the rest of us, be like, where the fuck are y'all? Hands <laughs> down, they would have been the Patriots. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'd have been the Patriots yeah. of the '90s for sure. So don't don't remind me. <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker! Yeah, God damn Jerry Jones. But here's here's the thing: even Jimmy Johnson had growing pains. He had, you know, Troy Aikman's rookie year. They won two games. It was, that was his. Oh, first yeah, year holy shit! Yeah. yeah, and they grew. Hey, from that. Did you get that, the greatest trade ever? The greatest trade ever? <laughs> yeah, but uh, all right, exactly. And Urban Meyer was looking that direction. If he just wasn't mm. such an asshole, he might be around to see that transition. So mm. he fucked it up. Well, you know what? Hey, Urban Meyer, he's got a lot of a lot more free time now, so we can take that yeah. and you know continue being unfaithful to his wife. And she, yeah, uh, you said you had a list of potential ideas. Jaguar Re- candidates. Replacements, yeah. So this is uh, oh CBS Sports. So I have not seen these. Heard this these. Is, this is my live reaction to this shit. Yeah, this oh, is both, <laughs> hold on. This is both good and entertaining and flat out bad. Okay. Okay. Go for so it. So we have, we already mentioned, JC already okay. mentioned Byron Leftwich. I think that'd be a good hire. That would be a good hire. I don't know that's the NFL people. I, yeah, he's I, an amazing, and this is a Bucks fan speaking there. Like, he's an amazing offensive coordinator. I think I told oh, Rob yeah, this yeah, before yeah. they got Brady. When they got Byron Le- when they got, um, Byron Leftwich, and then yeah. they hired. They, they all got there at the exact same time. The coaching staff is sick for the Bucks. Absolutely sick. Um, okay, so we have Eric Benimi for Kansas City, who yeah, yeah, who they most should hire. Surprising, 
surprising I'm, one that surprised nobody will hire. I just I'm can't believe the giant passed on him. Right. Same here, bro. Same here. Look, he, um, I think I'll, I'll say something about him real quick. But he better have a job in Las Vegas or Jacksonville next year. And if he doesn't oh, yeah. have either there's one, so he's either a good. horrible interview or there's something really wrong with the way these NFL coaches. Or the New York Giants, because you know, that'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm an offense guy. You can use that. Another one is, um, this makes me chuckle, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> um, you know how, you know how so. there's, a, there's a saying in life where everybody gets deserves a second chance? That's not fucking true. Not everybody yeah, deserves a goddamn second no, chance. Uh, he I don't bed. mind if the Jags give him a second chance. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure. Now we get to the interesting ones. This oh, is boy. Brian DeBall is uh, not a popular name, but he's the Bills offensive coordinator. Um, I think he'd be okay. That's, that's a good one. That's I think he'd be okay. Good. Another yeah. underrated one is Jim Caldwell. The old Lions coach. I oh, think he didn't sure. get a real fair chance yeah, in there. The I think he's a very good coach, very good and coach. his his teams broke broke the backs playing for him. Yes. The number one apparent candidate is going to make everybody laugh. Bill Doug Ryan? Peterson from the Eagles. Oh what? my god! <laughs> what? Why? Oh my god! Because Con oh god. knows he won a championship. And he doesn't see the rest of the fucking losses of how he went okay. out, too. I guess he just skipped that season. So, uh, as a um, Cowboys and Giants fan here, we can only hope that, um Doug Peterson... JC should love this, too. We should only hope that J- Doug Peterson J-C finds him in Jacksonville. Yeah, so, in case you guys can't see this, JC is is cackling right now, like a hey, madman. He's me, happy right now. Let so. me get my Bible and my rosary. Dear Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. <laughs> He's like the Jags Claus, hire, uh, one of the following... For their season, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. I will love you forever. I will go to church every Sunday and not miss a holy day of obligation. If you would just let them hire Bill O'Brien for the love of God, and Dude, let I'm him telling be you the right. GM too while you're at it. I think he's just an amazing job in Jacksonville. Hold him to it. Yeah. yeah. Doug if any of those don't get hired by the Jags, please go to Houston, and the other can go to Indy. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, just saying, also Jacksonville that uh, Jason Garrett's out there too. So there he goes. Oh, he, he did it. Oh, he did it. He did it in Spanish, he did it. so it's more authentic. He did it. <laughs> just saying, I'm still not out there. Apparently, he's a winner, so yeah. he's a go-getter. That's you know, you a lot. You had that right. list, and there's actually a name on that's not on that list that I think is a, a potential candidate too. Is Dan Quinn? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I need him to stay where he is. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I need him to stay where he is. <laughs> run the goddamn defense because now the defense is no, winning this good. game, not the offense. Uh, I need him to stay where he is. Apparently, Patrick Graham from the Giants, the defensive coordinator, the only competent coach there, he's a candidate too. So it would be in Giants fashion to just let him go. Also, and just let him go. Have no you know what, <laughs> JC, can you amend your prayer to have him go to the Giants? Leave the Giants, and uh, yeah, that's go. you, man. That, that's, that you got to find Jesus for that one yourself and get that back. Oh, yeah, you got to work. He's a Cowboys fan. He found Jesus a long time ago. How do you think he's still alive? He <laughs> 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 had to get right with the Lord to, to be patient. All right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! Yes. Before we start offending any other religions, let's get into Week 15. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so before you do that, I actually want to touch up on a question that Nori had asked earlier. Sure, what's up? Um, so Nori had asked um, me, you know, if in fact the Niners go into the playoffs and they make a championship run, let's just say they get to the Super Bowl and we choke, just like how we always did the past two times we've been there. All right, cool. Eleven. Uh, eleven. No, no, two. Okay, okay. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> um. What do you do to Trey Lance? 
and I told him this. I said, honestly, we keep him. We are in a, in a very similar situation, like how Dallas was about, I don't know, about six, seven years ago when you had Tony and Dak. Yeah. Um, I think Dallas handled the Tony situation pretty poorly, um, but that's neither here or there, right? Um, the ultimate goal for last year, obviously, if people haven't been caught up, is that we gave away a lot to get our next franchise quarterback. Uh, the problem was is that we didn't expect 2020 to happen, and the the uh, salary cap got cut pretty hard, so everybody suffered. And so now, you know, my direct answer is depending on how far they go, they can argue that Jimmy's stock value increases because the goal was we're going to get rid of him. He's too expensive, and the the, the guy is obviously he hasn't restructured his contract. Because let let's think about it logically. Had he restructured his contract, would we have given up so much to get Trey Lance? This is a question for you guys. And well, you wouldn't have had to. You wouldn't have had to. Exactly. That's exactly my point. So because of the fact Jimmy G's like, I want my money, dog, and we're like, well, we want a future. We don't want to just pay you and not everybody else. You know, obviously the direction was to get rid of him, right? So, all right, cool. So now that you have a problem with a guy, and, and Nor brings up a good point, you know, why would you get rid of a guy who took you to the Super Bowl twice when he was healthy? That's the key thing, when he was healthy. Every other time that we didn't have him, well, let's just say we're a 20% winning team. Now, I'll give, I'll give is Nick... Is that on him or is that on your strength and conditioning coach? That's on everybody, actually. Okay. Yeah, because... Wait, did he take uh, you twice or, twice or once? He took us once. But He's I'm saying, saying like, if he does it this year. He oh, okay. this year. He, 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 would, he would have taken us there twice. I think even, even NFC Championship is a, is enough to say, hey, that's my fucking job. That's yeah. It's a, well, it's a unless job. they play it's the Packers in the NFC Championship, and then they're pretty much going to the Super Bowl at that point. So yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. oh, we, we, okay. we own the Packers right. in the playoffs. There you that's, go. That's, mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, it's the truth. Good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. <laughs> I mean, but, if the NFC Championship were a person, they would go up to Aaron Rodgers and say, we fucking own you. <laughs> pretty much. You know? Right? But like, like you know, at the at, at the end of it, you know, when you when you look at everything from a whole, it's 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 hard because you can't argue he's a first rounder until he gets a Super Bowl. Any other round, NFC Championship, now nah, he's a second rounder. So I think stock wise, you keep it, trade it back, recover as much as you can for Trey, and build around Trey. That's what I think you should do. Um, the problem with that is, I don't see us getting to the Super Bowl. I honestly don't. Okay, well, obviously, if you guys get to the Super Bowl and win, it's it's worth it. He's worth twenty five million, whatever he's worth. That's what I was kind of thinking. Most likely, million. they don't get to the Super Bowl. So, what do you do with Jimmy G and Lance thing? Because most likely, you're not getting to the Super Bowl. That's I think you try and trade Jimmy G for one reason. He's going to be in a contract year next year, and after that, yes. he could walk for nothing. Um, but obviously, who wants to take on that contract? Exactly. That's the problem. Jimmy yeah. G is selfish, mm-hmm. and it's not to say that he's not not good because he's 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 your he's your run of the mill middle average quarterback who doesn't have to do a lot and still can get it done, right? Mm-hmm. But Nick Wright said it best. You know, our our quarterbacks without Jimmy G was C.J. Beathard. Look how that turned out. Nick mm-hmm. Mullins and my favorite line, Balding Brian Hoyer. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, like. It's yeah. it's yeah. you don't yeah. have a lot, right? Yeah. But then again, you had that same problem, and this is where I brought the Dallas references. You want this problem, 
if yes, Trey were to start and Jimmy's the backup, well, he's an expensive fucking backup at that point. You know what I mean? So what do you do? So it's, I call it's, Detroit. That's what I do. <laughs> I would too. Seriously, I call Detroit. They got those extra picks from the Rams. They exactly. could dangle that for you know. And if you get a first, if you get a first out of any team for Jimmy G, you fucking fleece them. Oh, for sure. And it's yeah. it's funny yeah. that you actually brought that up because the top five teams that are going to be needing a quarterback. I actually did some research when you can actually ask the question. Yeah, uh, Detroit is one of them. Pittsburgh sure. is another one yep. because Big Ben's done after this year. Gotta be the Carol- Saints. So he says. Oh, Detroit. Uh, it should have been done no. years ago. Anyway. Uh, I don't. I don't see the Saints only because of the fact that Russell wants to go there. So I think I think the Saints can offer a lot to Seattle to get Russell. So that's why I don't see them right right now. Well, this is a wild card team, but think about this: we know the issues they had with Aaron Rodgers in the off season. True. Um, why wouldn't Green Bay be in the running? So Green Bay don't want a Super Bowl. They're gonna, they're gonna be in the running if Green Bay doesn't want a Super Bowl because he's yes. out. Because right now he's all happy with Green Bay, you know. So mm-hmm. for now, but if he doesn't win, he's gonna happy. storm out and want to go somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there are other potential suitors that'll that'll pay more than what Green Bay will offer. Like who else are the top other top teams? You name two of them. Carolina is the third. Oh, I can see that. It makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They don't have a quarterback. Washington football team is a the fourth. They're not in a bad position, but they can make it work. Wow. Well, Depends on the they got. Yeah. Well, well, it, it's really more the draft picks. We mm. need draft picks more than cap room. Yes, you do. That, that's their problem at that point. Mm-hmm. You can only then, prove in the draft because your cap is fucked. True. And then the team that probably has the most in both is Denver. That's the fifth team. Okay. Mm. Not that I think this would happen, but if this if the Hawks get rid of uh, Wilson and they need a quarterback, they could be in the running, but I doubt they would trade within their division. They would we've, not. Seen, we've seen crazier things, man. That's true. You're right. Remember, we saw Urban Meyer really as a head coach. Week. That was fucking crazy. All right, you guys ready to get into week 15? Yes. All right. Um, the uh, order of the picks this week. Chiefs winning or, tonight. Huh? I got the Chiefs winning yeah, tonight. Our pick order this week is going to be Chicken Wing, DJ, Nori, Rob, and then JC. Um, by the way, going into this week, uh, overall standings, Chicken Wing is in first, 131 correct picks. Uh, I'm in second with 129, DJ in third with 126, Nori in fourth with 120, and Rob in fifth with 116. You're our only hope. And now the bye weeks are over. Time to put up or shut up. It's the stretch run of the season. So Yes, it is. Uh, now, of course, the beauty of <laughs> recording on a Thursday, and you guys heard our live reactions to what was going on with the Chiefs in, in the Chargers game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We all pick KC, uh, except for Rob, who... I picked LA. <laughs> He picked LA because he played league. Let's go. Yeah. He actually picked nobody. He didn't get a point. He didn't get a point, but it pretty much going to count as if he picked the Chargers at this point. So. I picked LA, all right? All right. Yeah, exactly. And for a while, it looked like he would have been right, but then. Yeah, but then I want to switch my pick to KC. Then Chargers, <laughs> then Chargers did some Chargers things. Yeah. So. <laughs> in uniform, man. Just changing right. they, and they helped my fantasy team. Yay. Shut up. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Well, now we're going to move into a couple of Saturday games. If you you remember a few weeks back, we said these were the two flex to an NFL Network doubleheader. So uh, first one is Las Vegas at Cleveland. Um, And one bit of wild card now as we're getting into later weeks of the season is COVID protocols, COVID list. Mm -hmm. That's hitting a lot of teams in a lot of sports right now. So, yes. uh, these teams included. So 
The Raiders at Cleveland. Cleveland's actually favored at home by six and a half. Chicken wing, who you got in this one? Well, see, I, I want to believe that, but as I've recently learned earlier today or last night, uh, Baker Mayfield has got placed on COVID protocol. Yep. So well, that changes things. That that really influenced my pick. I, I was going to definitely go on him, but you know, Mayfield's going to be gone. So I'm I'm right now going to sit on Oakland. If things mm-hmm. change between now and then, I'll, I'll give it back to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Oakland. So disrespectful. Oh, sorry, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Mm. Damn it, Mike. Shut what up. The fuck? Shut up. We're sorry. Fans in Oakland, we have offended. We will disappoint. <laughs> Jesus. DJ, here you go. Uh, I've got, for now, I've got Vegas. Baker Mayfield's, Baker Mayfield may play. So if he can pull two positive, I mean, uh, two negative tests out before Saturday, then he can play, according <laughs> to the reports I read. But yes, if he sir. doesn't, he can play. he's not playing. Yeah. And there are like 18 Browns players who are on COVID protocol right now. Mm-hmm. I'm that Vegas simply because of that. All right, Nori. Um, I would take the Browns over, you know, Rich Gannon starting for the Raiders right now because they're that bad without rugs. Um, they're playing awful. They're not scoring points. They're doing everything that you would expect of a team who lost their head coach and their star wide receiver and getting their backs blown out like a club at 3 in the morning to the Chiefs twice. Um, I'll still take the Browns' third-string players over the Raiders of how bad they're playing right now. Because right. I like that Nick Chubb guy. All right, Rob? Gonna take the Browns on this one. I think the Raiders are just bad enough that if Browns' run game can hold on to it, they'll be fine. Yeah. Which happened already this season, by the way. True. The Browns beat somebody yeah. with a backup uh, quarterback. Very true. Oh, I'm going to go with the Browns for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I have the Browns as of right now, but I'm really strongly considering switching it for this simple fact. The Browns have 18 players on the COVID re- reserve list. This and includes, and not only that, this includes oh, go ahead, Mayfield, go ahead. Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. two starting offensive linemen, two starting safeties, mm-hmm. and they don't count, but two coaches. And Baker Mayfield's backup, Case Keenum, is also on the COVID list as well. Tell you, bro. Exactly. I don't even know oh, who the third string so is. So it's right like now. a third string quarterback. It's yeah. a third string, unless they put uh, Chubb to run the Wildcat the whole fucking game at this point. But um, <laughs> I don't, I'm strongly, unless some of these players come off of the COVID list by game time, I'm probably going to switch to the Raiders at this point. So. It's, so Nick Mullins is the third string. He was just called up from the practice squad today. Oh, I've always believed in Nick Mullins. Oh, see, like you know, remember Yeah, go ahead, with them. Go ahead. Oh, watch, watch Nick Mullins put a Mike White performance, and you guys are going to be foolish. You're going to feel sheepish. <laughs> fucking watch. Dude, if, just if remember who they're playing. Remember who they're playing. Stop the run and the Raiders. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Um. The Browns also, like, let's keep in mind, too, Baker Mayfield is officially a fucking bust. I don't even think it matters if he's the quarterback or not. They win in spite of themselves because they're really good run game. And Miles Garrett, it also still starting on the team, is if he's out, I will consider my pick. But he's the MVP of that team. Their defense is playing good. And Jarvis Landry, I love him to death. He ain't doing dick this year, and he's bitching about not getting the ball either. So if he ain't playing, that's fine. They still have... um People's Browns at the People's Brown, I think. The, People's Jones. Thank you, People's Jones. Yeah, uh, he's 
been a nice Odell replacement. He's been phenomenal. So the Browns seem to function better when my, minus Miles Garrett when their stars are out. They seem to function better. As long as Chubb and or Hunt are in, I have a lot of confidence in that team, especially against the shitty Raiders. I guess. Well, the only one of us that would have any experience of knowing who Nick Mullins is is actually Chicken Wing because um, he uh, did trash. play for the 49ers <laughs> from 2018 to 2020 uh, with 5-11. Right. Made eight starts from last season, so trash, trash, bro. <laughs> no, wait, never trash. He's trash, bro. He's I'm believing him. To have an I'm believing him. Sorry, right. I'm believing him. And honestly, what may arguably be the best game of the weekend is a Saturday night game on NFL Network: uh, New England at Indianapolis. And the Colts are actually favored by two right now. So the Taylors, the Taylors, the Taylors, the Taylors. Oh, God, fuck them. They're in my division anyway. Uh, Chicken Wing, who you got? I got the Patriots beating up on the Taylors. Okay, what, why are yeah. you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> All right. What the fuck is happening? Listen. Mm, he wants got a new mic, so he's using his white voice. Oh, my goodness. I like a Chicken Wing's you know, radio voice a lot better than his normal voice. Exactly. He should talk like this. He'll just, success so will just line, he'll, success will just find him. Yeah. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, DJ, who you got? Bill Belichick is excellent at taking away what a team does best and making them one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. I trust him to be able to take away the run game to some degree. He's not going to stop the Taylors, but he'll slow them down enough, and New England will win this game. I know Nori wants that to happen because it'll give him a chance to beat up on him in the in the fantasy league. By the way, yes. All right. Well, then, Nori, who do you have? Who are you going with this one? Um, I have the Patriots because I'm convinced now they're the best team in the league. If you can have your quarterback throw three times and win a fucking football game, I don't know who's going to beat you. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand. I, I can't. I can't fathom how no team in history deserves to lose more than the Patriots because you had Tom Brady for fucking eons, and all of a sudden after one year you're just good again. You could all eat dick. But they are very fucking good, and I think that begrudgingly, they are the best team in the NFL right now. Judon's been hitting it, bro. Better than Dolphins? Sure. Yes. That's going to be a good game coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rob? I am going 100% behind the Indianapolis Taylors. Uh, I need them to win my fantasy uh, game for me tonight, or (laughs) Sunday, so that's where I'm going. Um, going with New England on this one, uh, they're playing hot. They're, I mean, both these teams are coming off a bye week, if I'm not mistaken. But um, this actually does play into the Titans clinching scenarios, too. If the Tennessee wins and Indy loses, Tennessee does win the AFC South officially. Clinch the zap. So. But I'm, I'm going with New England. I like the, what they're doing right now. And after a week off and a lot of time to prepare for uh, this team, they're going to know what to do. So. All right, Sunday early games, Carolina at Buffalo. Is anybody picking the Panthers to get a win on the road in Buffalo? <laughs> no, they don't have a quarterback. No, no, nobody beats a bad team like the Bills. Nobody beats <laughs> nobody beats a bully like it's like a midget fighting a dwarf. Like no, your place trash. So yeah, no, no. Oh, wow. All right, are you finished or are you done? Jesus Christ, no well, I think we're so going to hear more of it now, by the way. So. 
Because the and very next... dwarfs out there, I still love you. Because <laughs> oh. the very next game is Arizona at Detroit. These motherfuckers, oh, man. See, this is just a bully game. This <laughs> yeah. is not... yeah, it really is. This is a bounce back game for Arizona. No, we lost to the Rams. That's what we're playing Detroit. We're good. Sure. So is anybody picking Detroit to pull up an upset here? I'm going to learn my lesson last week. Yeah. They will be one win only this year. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So much for them being in the playoffs. Will they beat the spread of 13 and a half points? Oh, God, no. no. <laughs> I don't think oh, Detroit? Be, no, bro. No, no. no. That's a, God, no. no. That's a 30 no. to 0 game, my friend. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, a note on this one if Arizona wins, they do at least clinch a playoff berth in the NFC. So Yeah, for sure. And also, if Arizona does do 30-0, that really does help my fantasy. Because <laughs> I have the most defense. Yeah, the <laughs> Playoffs, Sorry, here we go. Playoffs. Damn it. Kidding me? Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> All right. Jets at, Dol- at Dolphins. Big AFC East matchup. And, you know, the funny part is, at the beginning of this year, we would have laughed at this. And I think we did when they first played each other. Now it's like one of these now teams. Now we laugh harder? Now we, are, yeah, we I mean, we laugh at one of the teams at least for now. Yes. <laughs> um, Miami finally got their bye week, have been playing hot. They're uh, arguably the most dangerous team in the NFL. So will they overlook this as a trap <sighs> game? Does anyone think the Jets will go into Miami? Starting for the win? Jets. Huh? Who's starting for the Jets? Uh, it's not Mike not White. White. It's not Mike White. Sure. They stay in Miami. Yeah. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. If it's not Mike White, they stay no chance. Right. Uh, until, until they nope. lose their champion. Nope. Then... Zach, Zach Wilson's still starting. Zach Wilson's still got to start. All right. Yeah, Zach Wilson with all his 11 interceptions to six touchdowns. That's great. Right, well, yeah. Congrats on the wins, Dolphins. So. There you go. GG, shake my hand. Fuck out of here. Well, it's kind of funny that you said that, too, because Miami is still technically. And this, this really shocked me. So. Sixth through thirteenth place in the AFC are literally a game apart from each other. Oh, which yeah. is six it's six is it's super close. Six mm-hmm. is the Colts at seven six, and thirteenth is the Dolphins at six and seven. And That's the only crazy. teams that are eliminated are the Jets, the Texans, and the Jaguars. Everybody else in the AFC still has a shot. That's crazy. This late the only season. team eliminated in the NFC is the Lions. Is the Lions. Everyone That's else still cr- has a shot. So good job, Nora. You still have a shot. Mathematically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a nice little transition into our minority matchup this week. Uh, these guys, two times a year, it's DJ's Cowboys at Nori's Giants, and uh, obviously the way this works is that we're all gonna pick, and then they're gonna pick last. So, Chicken Wing, who you got in this game? Uh, so, at the top of the show, I did mention that I was gonna talk about the Cowboys. I'm taking them to win, and it's kind of funny because oh, I didn't pick. Yeah, shut up, Paul. Anyway, uh, rude. Um, the reason why, and I'm I'm more and more confident that the Cowboys are going to pretty much unlock their division after these next few weeks, is because of their defense. The thing that we made fun of last year, calling it the 38th, 38th, ninth place in the NFL. Their their turnover differential is now in the positive. They're the top five turnover differential teams in the NFL when they were damn near in the bottom last year. So seeing that defense on top of Nori's rage from Michael Parsons, on, t- on top of Trayvon Diggs, you know, picking everybody off left and right, man shooting for 40 picks this year. Probably won't get it, but, you know, he's going for that goal. You know, at the end of the day, Dallas defense is what's keeping them in the games, not their offense. The thing that we talked about at the beginning of the season. So hands down, Dallas is going to lock this division here the next few weeks for sure. Okay. 
Rob? Oh, I'm taking Dallas. Not even a question. Yeah, do you need to elaborate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I am taking Dallas as well. And for the f- main fact is that the uh, the Giants are still starting Mike Glennon, I think, at quarterback right now. Daniel Jones is still hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I got plenty to say about that. I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, but I will say this about Dallas with their win, which was an ugly win. I know, a win is a win. And honestly, when they match up next week, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins. Um, the NFC East champion is guaranteed to have a winning record, so... Congratulations. Miracles. Yes, miracles Christmas. do happen. So. Miracles do happen. Yes. Yeah, I even complimented oh, So let me go ahead. Too. Let me sum up. Let me sum up DJ real quick. Okay. Okay. You got to pick DJ's last pick for it. The Cowboys are first at pass rush defense. First at run defense. They're first at passing. First at accuracy. First at unvaccinated players. First in people who wear the purple shirt. First at licensed drivers. First in mathematicians. First, the spelling bee contest. I'm going to get the Cowboys this week. So let's go ahead and fucking skip that. Now let me get to the Giants. <laughs> I was going to say, DJ, did he miss anything there? Or is that about right? No, I just think he covered it. Now let's no, stop. I think he just about covered it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and now let's get to why the Giants are going to get fucking decimated. I think you forgot um, to say like tops and scholar athletes. We have, anyway, go ahead. We yes. have no starting quarterback again. We have Mike Glennon, who was 2-18 in NFL starting games. Which I'm pretty sure even JC could put up a better record. We have um, three starting wide receivers out. We probably have the most people on COVID on the whole NFL. We have two more players added to injury reserve. We have a practice quarterback who may or may not have some reps because that's a fucking encouraging. Um, who has never played an NFL game in his life. Um, going up against, again, the National Spelling Bee champion Cowboys who are <laughs> fucking apparently first in stats and everything. So... Um, that's why I'm picking the Giants to get fucking decimated. A 99 to, to negative 3. That's my final score. Damn. How do you get a negative score? Shut up, Rob. Shut up. Uh, even Travis Kelsey could shut up. Would find a way, so. Just let it happen. Even Travis Kelsey could shut up, Rob. I don't want to hear from either one of you. Oh, that was fun. All right. Uh, another NFC East matchup. Washington at Philadelphia. Chicken Wing, where are you going on this one? Definitely going Philly on this one. Okay. Uh, offensively, they can handle uh, Washington's hurt defense right now. Mm-hmm. And, and as far as Washington's defense is concerned, I hate to say it, guys, but I'm no longer a believer in Heineke. He's no longer the second coming to me. I hate to say it? I hate to say it. Blasphemy. It is blasphemy, bro. I need to get blessed with holy water later. But, yeah, no. It's just he's, he can't do it. He can't cut it anymore, man. I'm just sad and disappointed. All right, DJ, who you got? Uh, fuck Philly forever, but I do have Philly winning this game. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll they'll take care of Washington. Taylor Heineke is going to play, but he's still got a hurt elbow, and let's see how long he can last in the game when he's running for his life because his offensive line also is decimated with injuries. Yep. All right, Nori. I mean, Washington's pretty pretty injured right now. Um, I don't think they have the personnel to actually stop Philly. If they were healthy, I'd probably pick in Washington, but. The Eagles are playing pretty okay. They should do just enough to beat Washington by like three points. I don't think it'll be a blowout because they both kind of garbo. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right, Rob? I can't pick a tie, can I? No. No, no, no. You can do whatever you want in your last place, son. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. In that case, definitely picking Philly. Got to take the uh, healthy error. Healthy-ish choice. Yeah, so Philly. 
Good analysis, Rob. Oh, you okay? Hang on a second. Somebody's. I don't know what. Pretty juicy. We'll wait. Yeah. Go ahead. That's good. Okay. You good? Alright. Are you good? Okay, yeah. Just a second scene real quick. Just tell me something real quick. Um, okay. Philly. This one is actually my upset pick of the week. Ooh, I got Washington. Washington. Whoa. And the reason I say that, I know they're dealing with injuries. They have all that shit going on. But I like the way they responded in the game last week against Dallas. Any other team could have easily just given up. And they at least put themselves in a position to potentially win that game. Um, I know Philly's looking strong and Th- this is going to be a close one. Say strong. Uh, well, not by comparison, terrible. I mean these these two teams are pretty even, like literally. They're not Detroit. Even. They're not Detroit. They're not bad, but they're not impressive. They're yeah. like, they're like the middle child. Uh, outside of last <clears throat> week's game, Washington just finds a way to get themselves in position to win, and I think they will get the win here. Um, I feel like they play with a lot more emotion, knowing that their their season's on the line with this one. Um, they need this one. They need next week against Dallas to have a shot, at least to get in the playoffs. So this is my upset pick of the week. I am going to go with Washington to to pull it off. So, All right. <clears throat> going next, Tennessee at Pittsburgh, and I'll be picking this one first. I'm actually very happy this is going to be on local TV, so I'm super excited that the Texans and Jags are so bad that they're only showing that in the city of Houston and nowhere else in Texas. Um so I'm actually going to get to see the Titans on local TV. Uh, obviously, I'm going with the Titans. Uh, playing better, getting healthy. Uh, Julio Jones back on the field last week. Looked great. Uh, I think A.J. Brown still has to miss one more game. This would be the, uh, one more game at least. And uh, Derrick Henry is just no word officially when he's coming back, but he's still getting rehabbed and everything like that. So I'm going no, to no, no, no. I got word on that already. Don't worry about that. Okay. I'm keeping a close right. eye on him. Okay. I need him for the playoffs. <laughs> So I'm gonna need y'all to lose a couple more games. <laughs> you shut the hell up. No, I'm serious. So the, so the report is is if, if Tennessee can't lock it, they're gonna pull him in because he's done with rehab already. But no, they don't want him to start. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of. He's done with rehab, but Tennessee's playing the safe bet. Say, hey, if we can lock playoffs, I don't need him until week one of, of playoffs, which is smart. Smart. Given given the schedule and everything else going on, if like I said, if they win and Indy loses. Tennessee locks up the South. Which so. means I have to get rid of Derek Henry at that point because he's not going to come back. But if you oh, lose really and, and Indy – fuck you, ho. <laughs> <laughs> but if you lose and Indy wins, and that, that puts more pressure on you, which means they may have to bring him in. They're, they're eyeballing week 17 right now. That's the game against uh, Miami, I think. Right. I which think so. makes sense because that could make or break whether we get a buy or not if the Patriots slip up. True. So, so what do we got? Titans and uh, Steelers, boys. Uh, yeah. So is anybody picking the Steelers to to win a no. double on this one? No. 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 I'm getting a lot of that one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Chase Chase right. Claypool will do something else stupid. I'm sure. Oh shit! AFC matchup of the week. Here it oh, comes. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, CBS America's game of the week. Here. I know it's usually Fox. Right. CBS is taking that over for this one. Um, and this one will probably be only shown in the cities of Houston and Jacksonville. Because. <laughs> It's, this should be a national fucking game. I'm gonna, know, I'll, right? I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. ESPN, where are you at? Make it a bowl game, right? So, uh, this game, goddamn it. Texans at Jags. <laughs> Haven't played since week one. <laughs> one of the That's Texans, uh, two wins of the season, and the Jags also have two wins. Yes. Uh, 
This one is deciding who has the worst record in the division. So, uh, Chicken Wing, who you got? Jags. Jags. They got a new breath of life coming in. Watch, they're going to come out. They're going to stop the shit out of Houston. Yeah. Uh, DJ. Yeah, I'm actually going with the Jags, too, because they can actually use their offensive players. I mean, James Robinson won't get benched for fumbling, you know, and then you got Trevor Lawrence. He'll be able to actually play well. I mean, I, I just think they'll be galvanized now because most of the players didn't want, on the, didn't want Urban Meyer there anyway. There was all kinds of tension there, and now that's all gone, so now they can just go out there and play football. Yeah. I think the Jags will win. All right. Nori? It is a week one rematch uh, where the Texans beat the brakes off the Jaguars and said, welcome to the NFL, Meyer. Urban Meyer, you sack of shit. So now he can just watch it from his couch, his old team, get their asses slapped around again. I think David Mill is kind of the unsung hero on the Texans here because he's playing for a starting job. It's like the worst kept secret in the league where they're strongly considering him as the starting quarterback for next year. Um, Over Deshaun. I kind of like him. Well, Deshaun is probably going to be playing from a prison cell, so I don't know what's going on with him. But um, you you can't escape the pocket of – no matter how much mobility you have, you can't escape the pocket of 22 different women accusing you of shit. So, yeah, GG's. Unless you settle out. Um, Texans, I think uh, I think they got this. I, I think the Jaguars don't. They're still kind of a bad team, and I know the Texans suck too. But the Texans have been playing most of these teams pretty tough. They haven't just like thrown in the towel like the Jaguars have. Okay, Rob, taking the Jags. I think James Robinson comes out with more motivation now that Meyer's gone, and I think we get to see the actual Trevor Lawrence that got drafted. So, yeah. <clears throat> Big facts. Uh, I'm going with the Jags, too. That collective sound you heard this morning was a sigh of relief from every other Jags fan, player, assistant coach out there. Um, the, <laughs> waking up and reading the news that Urban Meyer was fired. And uh, like we said, Robinson's going to get his touches. Uh, the offense is going to open up a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a much happier Jaguars team on the sideline. Yes, for sure. Which... For a two and eleven team, you wouldn't normally see, but they, ding dong, the witch is dead, as they say. You know, uh, the wicked witch is gone from Jacksonville, and I think they're going to be happy to be playing, and they have a lot to prove um, to show that he was the reason why they weren't winning this year. So, all right, uh, late games, late afternoon games, I should say, Cincinnati at Denver, Chicken Wing. Who you got on this one? I'm taking Cincy. Joe Burrow's going to play pissed off like he played the last four minutes of the fourth quarter and scared the shit out of me the whole game. Um, he, he's just going to use that as fuel for motivation. That loss hurt them so bad it knocked them out of the wild card hunt. So uh, he's going to play super pissed off, take it out on a division rival. Um, and No, I'm sorry. That's not a division rival. Excuse me. Um, and then uh, that's, a, that's a conference rival. And then from there, put their place back into the hunt for uh, top of the uh, AFC North. Because if they win and Baltimore loses, they actually reclaim that top spot. Now that... Um, sorry, Mark Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, DJ, who you got? I'm going Cincy uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I trust their ground game more than I actually will... That's Denver's ground game, so I think they'll be able to use that and then play action will open up. Joe Burrow will go crazy like he did, like Chicken Wings said, near the end of the game. But it's also going to follow the pattern. So they lost two straight games, so it's now time for them to win two more straight games, and this will be the first one. You did call that. I forgot about that, Mm -hmm. too. Damn it. Damn. 
Alright, Nori? Well, DJ's a jerk and he took my great fucking analysis, so right. I need you to edit that out. That way it makes it like it's my expert analysis. So I'm going to say with totally my idea, fucker, that, <laughs> yeah, um, the Bengals, the only bad team they lost to this year was the Jets. Um, I think they, uh, I think they're pretty, they're, they're, on paper, they're a lot better than Denver. And I know Denver's playing for Demarius, um, Demarius Thomas, so that wouldn't surprise me too much if they won. I just think that that kind of high runs out when you're just up against a far better team. And yes, I think the Bengals are going to feel the desperation of losing two in a row and beat up Denver. All right, Rob. Marches, he's a beast. Marches, facts. Yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Okay. Yeah, since he as well. Uh, there's the pattern. <laughs> you know, two in a row. Win two in a row. Here's the first one. So. Uh, gonna stick it with that, and it, whatever the, the the Bengals always seem to get a win when they really need one at this point in the mm-hmm. season too. Mm-hmm. And uh, if the Jackson injury is pretty severe, I don't even know if he's gonna suit up against Green Bay this weekend. Um, they they this they need this right now to to get the division. They have to have this. Play Baltimore next week, right? Yeah, uh, yeah I believe so. Actually, do. Mm-hmm. And Harbaugh said that Jackson is planning on suiting up, so we'll we'll see how that goes come Sunday. Yeah, I was just gonna say I read a report. He's saying that, but right now it's fifty fifty. So they are having suddenly take. I mean, snaps also. What the way the Ravens are playing lately? Does it matter if Jackson suits up? I don't think yeah, it does. Probably not. I think it does. The way they're playing the last three weeks. Uh, don't really. I think you kind of go with the other guy. Let him let him heal. All right, Atlanta at San Francisco. Chicken wing, you're picking first anyway. Who you got in this one? Us, all the way. We need to. It's not because it's Atlanta. Like, like I mean, honestly, kind of on is. paper, uh, yeah, it really kind of is. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to dress this up like this is some fucking hard ass match. No, no, <laughs> like, no. Bitch. Like, like, like honestly, like honestly, like, like we need as many wins as we can going into the playoffs, um, so we can secure our spot. That's 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 all it's come down to at this point. Trying to convince us ice ain't cold, bitch. Just say it's, it's it's lukewarm. <laughs> Does anyone think Atlanta can go into San Francisco and get a win here? No, even Atlanta. No, Matt Ryan doesn't think he's gonna win. He's gonna tell you everything you want to hear, but he's not. He doesn't think so. Debo Samuel's a walking touchdown. I mean, seriously, he's questionable. Actually, he got knocked down to questionable. Mm-hmm. They don't need him. It's Atlanta. They don't need him. No, the only question is let him, let him go to Hawaii. Let him let him go on the the same boat the Giants went on twenty sixteen. Wow. Yeah, we're good. You know, is that curse going to be around until another team shows up on that same boat? Is that how it's going to work? Until my son gets a beard, probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's six, by the way. So. <laughs> Seattle going to LA to take on the Rams. Uh, big Ooh. division uh, matchup here. Ooh. It's actually yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is as easy as uh, Yahoo's making it out to be. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah uh, the Rams are favored by seven on this That's at home. Terrible. I don't and, know about that. Uh, they're actually ninety four percent are picking on Yahoo the Rams to win this game. Uh-uh. Both teams are on two game win streaks. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Chicken Wing, you hate both teams. What do you got in this one? I got I got L A. They have more to play for. They have they have a chance of taking the first, uh, taking top of the division from Arizona. So. But Seattle always plays our division tough all the time. Doesn't matter what their record is, so they might be uh, a spoiler. But I'm I'm gonna go with the Rams. On paper, they are more complete right now. 
All right, DJ. I'm going with the Rams. Seattle, even though they're on the two-game two win streak, they still don't have a defense. They're ranked last in the NFL against the pass, and okay. we all know that's what the Rams specialize in. And, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is actually fitting into the offense now, and they're throwing things around. And, of course, you got the fact that they just finished beating the Cardinals. So I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. All right. Nori. That's a, that's a good transition with DJ. brought to my point. Um, let's talk about the big dick football IQ of fucking Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Any of that was I, great. None of you, yes. None of you knew how fucking good. smart that is was a rule because I didn't know the shit either. But I don't even think most athletes knew that. Where to stop the clock, this motherfucker went backwards and ran out of bounds. You know how fucking smart you have to be for that shit? I am so goddamn sick and tired of all the fucking Odell Beckham Jr. slander. Oh, you know, they're like, bro, no. He is on a good organization, and he wants to win. That's all this guy's wanting to do. He's drafted by the Giants. Doo-doo, minus 2016. You know, didn't fucking use him right. And he still came out amazing. The Browns, as you see, Mayfield is garbo. You can't blame the coach. Can't blame the coordinator. <laughs> Can't blame everybody else. You couldn't. You can't blame. You can't blame the fucking plague for why Baker Mayfield is so goddamn bad. So Odell is thriving in a great organization. And no, I didn't forget the question. Goddamn it, the Rams are gonna take it because <laughs> of Odell Beckham Jr. All right, Rob. Oh, if I didn't have the Bucks as my favorite team, the Rams would definitely be it because LA teams. Yay, go Rams! Hate you so much, Rob. Uh, yeah, Rams. Uh, honestly, if the Rams hadn't shown up to play like they did last week against Arizona, I might be taking Seattle this week. But uh, the Rams, for once, look like a team that actually wants to win. You know, so often in their history, like okay, we're at this point, eh, we're gonna we're gonna take this easy, and they end up you know falling back. So it's a Madden team on paper. They got. Yeah. I mean, yeah. on paper, they should be not losing to anybody. So, uh, yeah, like you said, if Arizona falters and the Rams, they want to stay in the hunt for the division to at least get a home game in the playoffs. So uh, going with the Rams here. Let me me throw this in there, too. So they have a mobile quarterback in Russell Wilson. They have one of those, too, by the name of Kyler Murray in Arizona. Aaron Donald went nuts against Arizona. Absolutely nuts. So there's no reason why he won't do that again against Seattle because they can't block. Another high football IQ player that people don't talk about how smart he is enough is just like he doesn't just herp derp sack like Aaron Donald's really fucking smart. Mm-hmm. And the final of the late afternoon games, Green Bay at Baltimore. As mentioned, Baltimore is most likely going to be without Lamar Jackson. So does anybody think that Baltimore is going to beat the Packers at home? This week? If it's for week nine, I want to pick the Ravens, but like the way they're playing so shitty lately. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for the Ravens, but I ain't gonna pick them. No, Green Bay. Green Bay has a shot for a buy. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna ball out. Yep. yep. All right. <clears throat> that that loss to Arizona took really shook things up. Oh, Rob, it's the team you love to hate against your favorite uh, Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday night. Why you gotta uh, ask Bucks? I know I don't have to ask, but I have to ask you. You know, it's your team. You're representing them here, so you got to Okay, all right. I'm picking the Bucks because this locks our division, and it also gives us a shot at that bye week. So. Oh, so do they clinch with a win, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah, they clinch with a win, and depending on how the records go, I mean, 
all the next four games are winnable. So there's yeah. a shot at the bye week for playoffs. Oh. Yeah. Bucks should lose a game the rest of the year. So does anybody think that the Saints can pull the upset? Nah. I do. You do. Do tell. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the uniform. Uh, last year, they got swept by the Saints and granted they lost to them in the playoffs, but they got swept by them in the regular season. This year, they lost to them in embarrassing fashion. I don't know why Tom Brady's so scared of that you know, uniform, but they don't play well against the Saints for some reason that I can't figure out. But I'm going to go with the, the stats in front of me that I'm going to pick the Saints. Okay. Okay. Anybody else joining Nori? Nope. No, right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Bucks unless you know for some reason Trevor Simeon gets on the field because you know he can beat Tom Brady. Outside of that, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. And he's right there on the Saints. Yeah, they did beat him earlier, but I'm the Bucks are undefeated at home this year. Yeah. I, I kind of can't go against yeah. that right now. No, I can't go against that now. Yeah, sorry. And Monday night, uh, Minnesota at Chicago. How does Chicago keep getting these primetime games? Um, <laughs> anybody picking the Bears to beat the Vikings at home? Vikings, Skull, all that shit. I need the Bears to keep me holding. Suck, suck ass Chicago. Be miserable forever. Join us. I've been a really hardcore Vikings fan since December uh, 16th, 2021, so um, I've been there long enough to say Skull. So, yeah. I would like to say that uh, I would like to go for the Vikings. Mike. Oh, no, 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 Mike. Stop, stop. Oh, my God. What okay, are you doing, dude? Stop. I'm telling you, man. The Vikings. Successful. Follow that voice. I'm telling you. This is how you should be talking all the time. This is a million-dollar voice, ladies and gentlemen. The Vikings. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got the Vikings by a field goal. Uh, wow. Wow. I got what, the Vikings. It'll be one that they make. It'll be one the Bears miss. Is that what it is? Yes. He's right because yeah, the Vikings I... don't know how to win games by a blowout. <laughs> that's true. They do not know how to win a game. No, that's they, do that. they have that to torture so everybody until the fourth quarter with six seconds left where your artery is about to fucking burst if you're a Vikings fan. That's so if true. any fan of has feels torture, genuine adrenaline and torture this year, besides Giants fans, it is absolutely Vikings. Vikings. Uh, absolutely. No, no, sir. I disagree. I disagree. I have the Vikings wow. by a safety. No, no, sir. I disagree. I think the, wow. I think that the fan base is getting the most torture right now are the Niners fans because exactly. no matter how big our lead is, no, fuck you. No matter how big our lead is, we always tend to fuck it up. Remember, twenty-eight and three was offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan. Fuck you. I know you guys are suffering. You know the sixth wild card okay. spot. Oh, yeah, that's true. Wow. You did blow it in the Super Bowl too. That's exactly. Yeah. Twenty to eight with eight minutes left. Fuck out of here. No. Yeah, it was three years ago. We're talking about um, week fifteen of twenty twenty one. This so year. We'll topic. Okay. So yeah, of yeah. this year, Mike. Jesus. Yeah, this, this year, year. team is not stressing you out. Like oh uh, bullshit. Week one, well, we had a fucking blowout on Detroit, and they almost came back within a score. To no, fuck you. No, mm-hmm. fuck you. Okay, well, Rob Vikings that game. don't have a winning record like yours does, so I, don't, I literally don't know what your fucking point is. But my um, fucking point is insanity is that the Vikings fans are suffering, and no team really compares to them. Any rational person will say that. Bullshit. Lions. The Lions have always been suffering, though. Yeah, but the Vikings no. are, are have winnable games all yeah, year. The Lions are winnable. How yeah. many times? How many times have the Vikings gone overtime this year? How I, many I times have the Lions lost by less than a field goal? But that's the Lions. Nah, see, you can't, you can't use that one. argument, bro. It's the same shit. You can't, Rob. You literally picked the Vikings to win division, which means you see on paper this team should be winning football games. Most of America looks at the Vikings. Hey, they should be better than the record. You look at the Lions, go, oh man, they're gonna lose. I'm gonna change the channel. They goddamn know that before they get to the parking lot. The Vikings literally can beat anybody, any team, and they go to overtime for no fucking reason. 
every game, whether it's a good team, whether it's a bad team. That is a so, straight, crazy kind of stress. So to prove Nori's point, all here are all the Vikings' losses. 27-24, 34-33. The only blowout was 14-7. 2016, 34-31. Yeah, well, more than four points. Sorry, Jesus. Okay, uh, all right. Thirty-four, twenty-six, and twenty-nine, twenty-seven. Those were all the Vikings' losses. Yeah, they're eh. six and seven, and their point differential is plus eleven on that. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Okay. Well, that is our next expert analysis and predictions for Week Fifteen. Thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate again the flexibility of doing this on Thursday. So. Uh, one final thing I want to say is that for you college football fans out there, it is the most wonderful time of the year because bowl season begins this weekend. So yes, enjoy it. Everybody out there, uh, to UTSA running back, sincere McCormick, who just announced today, he's going to forego his senior season and declared for the NFL draft. So he will not be playing the Frisco bowl, but Two straight years, Offensive Player of the Year for Conference USA, and I think it was fifth in the, in the nation in rushing. Good luck. I No doubt in my mind he'll get drafted probably in the first two or three rounds, I would say. so. Uh, but thank you for everything you did for the Roadrunner Sincere. And he's a Converse Judson product, by the way. So, oh, my God. Uh, Damn right. <laughs> say it again. Say it again, JC. No. Converse uh, Judson. Mark Judson. high school robberies run deep hashtag never graduate uh thank you everybody for joining us we'll be back next week to recap week 15 make our predictions week 16 and update our playoff machines how have the results from the last two weeks changed who we think is going to make the playoffs and uh who else is going to be eliminated after this week right so uh what other nightmare scenarios will rob find for the worst possible chance to make the playoffs we'll get in so again i'm jc your resident titans fan joining me as always are signing off chicken wing best Niners fan ever (laughs) this is uh nori new york giants fan um i i do i need to say anything more like i i I should have them all buying me liquor next year i don't know why i didn't cash in this year so yeah Hey, what's up? This is Rob, aka the Trinity. First one to donate to Nori's liquor fund because Matt's <laughs> team needs it. Thanks. Good friend. DJ here, Cowboys fan, and goddammit, Detroit, you had one job so you could try to make the playoffs and you fucking blew it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you're in your fantasy playoffs this weekend, good luck and. Uh, yeah, and a related note, fuck you, chicken wing. I'll see you next time on the Sports Minorities Podcast. Such hatred. What did I ever do to you? <laughs>
we do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, and we'll catch you all next time. Jesus Christ. Wow. I gave Completion you a, brackets. I gave you, you knocked a me out of the playoffs, week. asshole. That's why I, I said gave that. you a I gave you a bye week, sir. Fuck you, dude. Your gay <laughs> kicker, literally gay kicker, because his last name is gay, is the one that knocked me out of the playoffs. I mean <laughs> motherfucker. Is that my problem? Wow. And then Chicoin wonders, why does nobody like losing to me? Why does nobody <laughs> want to trash with me? Because you're the worst winner in the fucking universe. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> No, even your radio hot voice is not going to get you out of this. No, it's, it's, it's terrible. Oh, terrible person. <laughs>